the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Take some time just to prepare yourself, to consecrate yourself, either earlier in the day on Thursday or get up earlier on Sunday morning or Saturday night before you go to bed. Just take some time to consecrate yourself, to prepare yourself, to meet with the Lord, spend some time in prayer, confess any unconfessed sins, consecrate yourselves to the Lord before you show up at church to meet with Him. How do you prepare when you know you have an important meeting like an interview or maybe a date? You probably prepare very differently for those two scenarios, but either way, you prepare in some way. You don't just wing it. In today's message, Pastor Dan challenges you to take some time to prepare yourself for church. Don't just phone it in and show up to check off a box. Actually, take some time and prepare your mind and heart to come to church and hear from God. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Exodus, chapter 19, for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Moses and Elijah both received revelation from God on Mount Sinai. The only two people in the Bible that God spoke to from Mount Sinai. And now, Matthew 17, Jesus is speaking to Moses and Elijah. It's testifying to his deity that he's God. He's the same God that spoke at Mount Sinai to Moses, the same God who spoke to Elijah at Mount Sinai. Sinai. And as they're there on the mountain, remember, a cloud comes over the mountain, much like the scene here, Matthew 17, cloud comes over the mountain and a voice from heaven. This is my son and whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. And so, again, Jesus was validated by the voice of God on a mountain, just like Moses here will be validated by the voice of God from a mountain. And he tells them that he's going to come down, God is going to come down physically, you know, in, in this cloud, and, and, uh, and we're going to see thunder and lightning and, and so forth, onto this mountain. Now, the pagans, the pagans worship their idols. They worship their false gods like Molech and Baal. And they believe that those, those, those gods that they worship, they believe that their gods lived in the underworld, in the earth. And would come out and they would worship their gods on mountains and they would worship their gods on hills, on high places. And the reason they did that when they worshiped their false gods is because their false gods, that's as high as their false gods could go up on top of a mountain because their false gods live in the, you know, the earth. 
And so they would worship them up on a mountain. Here, the true and living God, Yahweh, he condescends to the mountaintops. He comes down to the mountaintops from heaven. He comes down to the highest point the false gods can reach up to. The real God has to come down to that level. And the Lord commands the people, look what it says, to consecrate themselves and to prepare themselves to meet with God. Consecrate yourselves today and tomorrow. Wash your clothes. Put on your Sunday bests. And get, you guys even have Sunday bests at all? I don't either, but. And get yourselves ready for the Lord, Yahweh, will come down upon Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people on the third day. Now, may I make a suggestion to you? It's important for us to prepare ourselves to meet with the Lord. What do you mean? Well, before you show up here on a Thursday night or before you show up on a Sunday morning, take some time just to prepare yourself. To consecrate yourself, either earlier in the day on Thursday or get up earlier on Sunday morning or Saturday night before you go to bed. Just take some time to consecrate yourself, to prepare yourself, to meet with the Lord, spend some time in prayer, confess any unconfessed sins, consecrate yourselves to the Lord before you show up at church to meet with him. And I know some of you on Thursday nights, you come right from work, straight from work, and I appreciate that you show up here. I'm grateful that you do. But still, take some time during the day on Thursdays just to prepare yourself spiritually for church in the evening. Take some time Saturday night or early Sunday morning to consecrate yourself, prepare yourself to meet with the Lord on Sunday morning instead of just kind of you know rolling in and showing up. And, and I believe that the Lord will do even greater things if we consecrate ourselves and prepare ourselves before we show up here to meet with the Lord. So now look at verse 12. God says, you shall set bounds for the people all around the mountain, saying, take heed to yourselves that you do not go up to the mountain or touch its base. Whoever touches the mountain shall surely be put to death. Not a hand shall touch him, but he shall surely be stoned or shot with an arrow. Whether man or beast, he shall not live. When the trumpet sounds long, they shall come near the mountain. God says here, I'm going to come down on this mountain, but you need to set a boundary around the mountain for the people. No one is allowed to, to touch the mountain. He says even if someone attempts to touch the mountain or, or an animal... Uh, attempts to touch the mountain. Don't rush forward to stop them or rescue them. Put them to death. You need to keep yourself at a distance and, and shoot them with arrows if necessary. Throw rocks at them, but, but stone them to death so that they don't touch the mountain. Wow. Now, with the mountains in our area, it's, you know, it's not easy to tell where a mountain begins. And you, you can be, you know, driving in your car on a mountain and not even realize, like, hey, we're on a mountain. I didn't even notice that because of the, you know, the topography of our mountains here. But that's not what mountains are like in the area around Mount Sinai. Mountains come straight out of the ground in the Middle East. So you know when you're touching a mountain there. And you know when you're not touching the mountain. That's why he says, don't touch the base of it. So you can picture somebody walking up and touching the base of a mountain there. It's not like here where you're kind of gradually 
ascending up a mountain. Now look at the end of verse 14 again. He says, when the trumpet sounds long, you shall come near the mountain. So there's going to be a trumpet blast. And that's the sign. That God has come down. You're to go to God. At the rapture of the church. Those who are alive on the earth at the time of the rapture will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And first Thessalonians four says the Lord himself, Jesus Christ, will descend from heaven, not all the way to the earth, but he'll descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God at the rapture. The rapture will be signaled by a trumpet blast from God. Verse 14. And so Moses went down from the mountain again to the people and sanctified the people. And they washed their clothes. And he said to the people, be ready for the third day. Do not come near your wives. So they sanctified themselves. They even fasted from intimacy with their wives to to prepare themselves spiritually. It says in the New King James Do not come near your wives. The old King James says, do not come at your wives. (laughs) I think that's kind of funny. Don't come at me, okay? The Lord's coming in three days, buddy, so just don't come at me. Now look at the description of the Lord coming down in verse 16. Then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there was thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain and the sound of the trumpet was very loud so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. And Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in fire. Its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. And when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder and louder, Moses spoke. And God answered him by voice. And then the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai. This is all just, he hasn't even come down yet. Now he comes down on the top of the mountain. And the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain and Moses went back up. What a scene this is. Thundering, lightning, a thick cloud descending on the top of the mountain, smoke, fire, earthquakes, the sound of a trumpet blast that got louder and louder and louder. And look, and look at how it made the people feel. They weren't, they weren't exactly excited that, that God was with them. It says that they've trembled. The people were terrified. At the presence of God. In fact, look over in chapter 20, uh, verse 18. Chapter 20, verse 18. Now all the people witnessed the thunderings and the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and they stood afar off. They started backing up. They're not drawn near to God. They want to get away from him. Then they said to Moses, you speak with us and we will hear, but let not God speak with us 
lest we die. You know, you, you go talk to God for us and just tell us what he said, but we don't, we don't want to talk to him directly because they're so uh, afraid. Now, now what, what is all of this demonstrating here? It's demonstrating to us that our God is a holy God. And we cannot just approach a holy God in our sinful state. He's a holy God who is to be feared, who is to be taken seriously and to be reverenced. The response of the people is to get away, to back away. They're afraid of God's presence. The people had to keep their distance. God tells them that they've got to keep their distance from him. They could not draw near. They couldn't touch the mountain. And it's not even talking about touching, you know, the clouds or anything. You can't even touch the mountain that God is descending down upon. They had to set up a boundary, a perimeter to keep people away at a safe distance. And they were afraid to draw near to God. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. And look at verse 20. Then the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mountain. The Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain. And Moses went up and the Lord said to Moses, go down and warn the people. You can imagine Moses getting all the way to the top. Now go back down. So go down and warn the people, lest they break through to gaze at the Lord, and many of them perish. God says, if the people even attempt to approach me, they'll die if they come near me. God is holy. We're sinful. We cannot come into God's presence, or even near near to him. And God sends Moses back down the mountain to warn the people to not try to gaze at him. Because you know that's what you would do, right? I want to get a look. Just like how you slow down for an accident, right? You, you'd, you know, I want to see if I can get a little bit closer and get a look at him. And, and God says, they can't even do that. Go back down, warn them to stay back, stay away, or they're going to die. God is a consuming fire. Verse 22, also let the priests who come near the Lord consecrate themselves, lest the Lord break out against them. Not even the priests can come near to God, and they're the priests. This is how holy God is. Think about the, the tabernacle, and later the temple. In the tabernacle, and later in the temple, they had a veil that kept people out of the Holy of Holies, where God's glory dwelt. And the high priest could only go behind the veil into the presence of God one day of the year. On the day of atonement to apply the blood to the mercy seat for the sins of the people. But when he went in there, he had bells on his on his garments and they tied a rope around his ankle in case God dropped him 
while he was in there and he died inside the Holy of Holies so they could drag him out. So they would stand outside and they would listen for the bells on his garments. And if the bells stopped, you know, Fred, are you okay? You know, kind of thing. Uh, And then they would pull him out. Because God is holy. Man cannot come into God's presence. And, And please listen, listen. Don't think, well, this is the Old Testament God. I'm into the New Testament God. New Testament God's not like this. There's one God. It's the same God. In the Old Testament, same God in the New Testament. So then what's the difference between this God we see here that is terrifying and the God that we see in the New Testament? Just hang on. We'll get there. Verse 23 But Moses said to the Lord, remember, because he just said, go back down, warn the people not to try to get a glimpse or they'll perish. And look at Moses. Verse 23, Moses said to the Lord, well, the people cannot come up to Mount Sinai for you warned us, saying set bounds around the mountain and consecrate it. I think Moses just doesn't want to go back down that mountain. Well, I already told them they'll be all right. Don't you think uh, they'll be okay? I think I I think they heard you when you I, I think they'll be okay. I don't need to go back down. Then the Lord said to him, away, get down and then come back up (laughs) you and bring Aaron with you this time and an oxygen tank. So but do not let the priests and the people break through to come up to the Lord, lest he break out against them. So Moses went back down to the people and spoke to them. And then he comes back up. Now, now here here's what you need to see. Here's what you need to know. God is holy. This is the same God in the Old Testament that's in the New Testament. There's one God, Jehovah, Yahweh, and, and God is holy. And we are not. And we cannot come into his presence at all. Apart from Jesus Christ. Apart from Jesus Christ. Jesus is the difference maker. When Jesus died on the cross, he made a way for us sinful people to come into the presence of the holy God. When Jesus died on the cross, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, not bottom to top. God is the one who tore it. The veil was torn from top to bottom. The death of Jesus Christ opened up the way of access to a holy God, to the holy God for us. And John chapter two, verse two, it says that Jesus Christ is the propitiation for our sins. And that's a big word that we don't really use. But that word means that Jesus, when he died on the cross, he satisfied God's wrath and he satisfied God's judgment against sin for us. When Jesus was on the cross, the Bible tells us all of our sin was put upon him and God poured out his wrath against sin on Jesus Christ while he's on the cross and all of the righteousness of Jesus Christ was put upon us. That is the only way we can enter into the presence of this God. We can only enter the presence of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2 says we now have access to the Father through Jesus Christ. There's no access here. Put a boundary around, set up a perimeter, put up a rope, keep them away. If anybody tries to get near to the mountain, shoot them with arrows. They can't come near me. 
Go back and double check and warn them again, Moses. Make sure the priests aren't trying to come because they'll perish too. Nobody can come. But now we have access. Ephesians 2. Jesus paid for our sins and removed our sins through his death on the cross. So now we have access to God and we can approach God. And God even invites us into his presence. And we can come with confidence. We can come boldly. The Bible says we don't even have to come with hesitation or worry or concern. We can come boldly to his throne. Now, Hebrews chapter 12. Listen, you can just jot it down. You don't have to turn there. But Hebrews chapter 12, verse 18, talks about this scene here that we're reading about in Exodus 19. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 18. I'm just going to read it to you. Listen to what it says. For you have not come to the mountain that may be touched and that burned with fire. Speaking of Mount Sinai. And to blackness and darkness and tempest and the sounds of a trumpet and the voice of words so that those who heard it begged that the words should not be spoken to them anymore for they could not endure what was commanded. And if so much as a beast touches the mountain, it shall be stoned or shot with an arrow. And so terrifying was the sight that Moses said, I am exceedingly afraid and trembling. The writer of Hebrews says, you didn't come to that mountain. He says, you have come to Mount Zion. The writer of Hebrews says, yes, there was Mount Sinai and it was terrifying. Thunder, lightning, earthquakes, fire, smoke, the, the trumpet blast louder and louder. People were terrified. Yes, there was Mount Sinai. And when the people came to that mountain, they trembled. They were afraid. They didn't want to come into God's presence. But there's another mountain. There's Mount Zion in Jerusalem where Jesus Christ was crucified, where Jesus Christ died on a cross for our sins to give us access to a holy God so that now we can come boldly into the presence of God. It goes on in Hebrews 12 to say, We come to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant. We don't come to Moses. We're not trying to gain access to God through the law. We come through a different mediator. We come to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, a better covenant that takes away all of our sins and makes us holy, blameless, and above reproach in his sight, it says in Colossians chapter 1. And now we can come into the presence of the holy God. And we can come with confidence, and we can come with boldness, without fear, without trembling, because all of our sin has been removed. And we come in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Accept it. With access to the Father through him. Amen. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the other mountain, for Mount Zion. We thank you, Jesus, that you came, you died on the cross on that mountain. And that you've taken away all of our sins and you've provided a way for us to come into the presence of the Father. We thank you for the access that we have and that we enjoy. And Lord, I pray that we would take advantage of that access every day. 
Lord, we come into your presence with thanksgiving. We come into your courts with praise, not with fear, not with trembling, but with thanksgiving. And we praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. Ring of Truth just brought you another great verse-by-verse teaching with Pastor Dan Sexton. Aren't you glad you stuck around to listen? We trust today's words touched your life in a very real and personal way. Pastor Dan has been staying in the book of Exodus with its stories of redemption and so much more. You don't want to miss a single episode. And if by chance you already have, just go to calvaryec.com to catch up. While you're there, check out our app to get other messages. Follow us on Facebook and iTunes, too. If you don't know that much about us or what we believe, make sure to visit the About tab. It will fill you in on what we're all about here. Are you in the Maryland area? Come visit us either Sunday morning or Thursday evening. Times can be found at calvaryec.com, so make sure to go there now. Meeting you face-to-face would be such a privilege. Our time with you has come to an end today, and so for now we say goodbye. But before we go, would you give us a call at 410-491-4592 and let us know how this program spoke to you today? Again, that's 410-491-4592. We always appreciate hearing from our listeners. Thank you from Columbia, Maryland, for listening to Ring of Truth. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.